Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of futureforwardsales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go. So we have the wonderful pleasure to have our day filled with Mark Miller, interview with him. How are you, Mark? Hello, pretty good. Thanks for having me. Yes, and thank you for being here. And I'm definitely curious about Historic Agency. First of all, where did that name come from and what kind of you know, what was the journey like to start it? Yeah, uh, everyone always asks us, asks <laughs> us about our name. Uh, Historic uh, came from this idea that uh, I've been doing branding and marketing um, and have seen a lot of organizations over the years uh, kind of chase what is trending and not really focus on who they are and what kind of change and purpose that they uh, have and, and that they're trying to accomplish. And so we really wanted to focus on uh, strategies that, we're going to be long lasting that we're going to leave, uh, create brands that would survive over time and create legacy kind of organizations. And so uh, historic came out of that, that we want branding to not just be cool and hip for today, but mm-hmm. also work 30 years from now. And so uh, our process really focuses focuses on the things that matter uh, mm-hmm. more than just what is currently trending right now. Okay. And do you mind kind of giving some of those examples of things like you said for your process to make sure that it can have some longevity to it? Yeah. So um, we, we really, our process starts with culture. And so one of the things that differentiates us as an organization is not only that we um, really focus on strategy um, more than just the deliverable of like a logo or a website or a campaign, uh, but it's that our strategy is really rooted in organizational culture. Uh, and the reason uh, for that, that's the thing that dictates your budget, who you hire, uh, why you exist, all those things. And so our process starts at the foundation of, of purpose and the values of the organization. And then we, we create what we call principles. And uh, the difference there between values and principles is principles are more about behavior. Mm-hmm. And so once you, you have a culture and you understand how employees should behave versus what they just believe, which would be values, uh, then they can start doing some really interesting things for your organization. Um, they know how to do customer service, right? They know how to design products correctly because uh, you've set kind of clear guidelines for that. And then that sets the foundation for, for brands. So we start there and then mm-hmm. uh, work our way through um, audience and different things like that. But that's kind of uh, our take on brand and why historic uh, mm-hmm. is called historic. Right. So it kind of sounds like historic too, as far as like your process, like it has to start internally first. When you have that internal foundation, that's when things can have, like you said, like that longevity and can kind of alter to the outside aspects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we, we call it branding from the inside out and Perfect, typically okay. uh, like uh, Marty Neumeyer and all these famous authors and speakers and strategists really say branding is uh, what your customer says about you. It's your reputation. And while that is, is definitely true, uh, the reason you have a reputation is based on how you act, 
what you believe about yourself and all these deeper, meaningful things. And sometimes organizations don't really have those meaningful things figured out. They think mm-hmm. they do, you know, like great example is Enron. And so Enron uh, had a, a value uh, of integrity. It was on their wall in their lobby. And if you remember, most of their executive team went to jail for stealing money and embezzlement and all mm-hmm. kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. And so you could say something, but it actually isn't deeply rooted into your belief system um, or your purpose as a as a leader or as an organization. And so we want to make sure we bring clarity to that and we define that and we build from there. Mm-hmm. And so then would you say for as far as the actual historic agency and the employees and the culture there that you all have that same basis want to kind of reflect yeah. this sort of role <laughs> model maybe to any clients you work yeah, with? Yeah, we, we hope we are. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it is one of those things that uh, uh, we strive to, to do um, mm-hmm. well, and sometimes we uh, do it really well and sometimes we don't. Uh, but uh, we do we do take culture seriously. In fact, over this past year, the pandemic, we really focused and started taking our own medicine, if you will, um, Mm -hmm. and saying, okay, what are we really about? Because we didn't have some of those things like mission and purpose clearly defined for the entire organization. Or we found out that some of our principles were actually misinterpreted. We didn't write them clearly enough and it was causing heartburn or confusion or people thought, well, this meant one thing. And so I'm going to live it out this way uh, and take the burden on. And so we, we had, you know, kind of had a fix some things ourselves based on mm-hmm. our own process. And uh, that's been great. And we uh, have a, actually a book coming out about that mm-hmm. uh, process. Uh, we call it, we actually call the culture part uh, marquee culture. So if you look at a, a great famous consumer brand or even B2B brands in your own vertical or wherever you're at, the ones that you kind of want to be like, mm-hmm. generally those great brands, whether it's Apple or Netflix or QT or Costco or whatever it might be, uh, have really deep rooted culture Mm -hmm. that is aligned with the brand. And so, um, we've, you know, over our, uh, my 20 year career, uh, working with almost a hundred rebrands, uh, we found these patterns and turned it into a book, um, and, and really focused on the culture part and how that needs to align with your brand to be successful. Mm -hmm. And so, Saying on the topic of the book, where can our audience get the book and when does it come out? Uh, yeah, so um, uh, the book uh, will be available for pre-sale in July and uh, it ships uh, October 19th with Amplified Press. And we were uh, so gracious that uh, Linda Rutherford, the chief communications officer at Southwest Airlines, wrote the forward for the book. Uh, they're they're very supportive because uh, as any well-known um organization, they've spent a lot of time developing culture mm-hmm. and their brand, and they see culture and brand as being very tightly intertwined and, and one needing the other um, to succeed. And so we're, we're super uh, stoked for that. But yeah, you can uh, grab it uh, on Amazon or wherever books are sold. So super excited for that. <laughs> Perfect. Looking forward to that. And staying on the yeah. topic of culture, for any of, our, any of our listeners and as kind of the branding experts that Historic Agency is, how does, how, let's say, let me start up or a company that maybe has had some issues. How do you find the culture? You know, where does, where would a company really, a business really start? Yeah. So there's, there's a, a couple things. Um, uh, one is making sure that your values are clearly articulated uh, into principles and that you have um, not just one pithy word like integrity or synergy, which whatever that means, it's more like clearly like 
if servant leadership is a value in your organization, uh, we worked with one Silicon Valley uh, startup and uh, help, they wrote it as um, if you're the most senior person on a flight and you get upgraded to first class, mm-hmm. give your seat to the least senior person you're traveling with. Mm-hmm. And so defining that as an example can help uh, fix some of the the challenges that you have. For, for an example, again, our own problem was one of our principles was hustle uh, mm-hmm. or values was hustle. And uh, a lot of people meant like, that meant you had to work all day and night. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my co-founder, uh, Ted Vaughn, uh, really interpret hustle more as working smarter, not just harder, like putting the work in, but also mm-hmm. taking that extra step to understand what you're doing and be smarter, not just work harder. And somehow, obviously, we did not articulate that. And so mm-hmm. people were burning the candle at both ends and getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. And so we we had to redefine uh, that um, and rewrite that and, and make bring clarity mm-hmm. to that. Uh, the other thing, uh, so we have kind of what we call six layers to marquee culture, uh, which you want your culture to kind of be that, that spotlight, that thing that energizes your brand and pushes that out and, and really drives uh, customer engagement. Uh, one of the other things that if you find yourself um, kind of stuck in culture in, in startup mode is lore. So lore is what we, every organization has stories. And so one of the layers of marquee culture we define as lore. And those are the stories that your people talk about the organization. Yeah. Sometimes they're good. Folklore. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they're bad. Most of the time they're bad. Uh, <laughs> like this manager doesn't do this or mm-hmm. uh, the CEO is, you know, is a, a swoop and poop micromanager comes in and like, you know, blow stuff up and then mm-hmm. leaves. Uh, and so one of the things that's helpful is to, to mine for those stories mm-hmm. and to ask questions of your team and spend time with your team um, outside of just normal work, the work environment um, and to learn those stories and then to ask deeper questions and, and be vulnerable and see how you can fix them. And at the same time, you as a leader need to be setting what we call um, uh, prophetic lore, which is we may not be there yet, but here's a story that I want to tell that is going to drive vision and clarity and hope yeah. and for the future mm-hmm. uh, if it's if it's not there. And then there are usually really great, awesome things happening that you mm-hmm. probably don't know about too. And so when you're mining and asking questions uh, of your team, uh, highlight those things and turn them in to the kind of badges of honor. Uh, and, and that kind of relates to the, to the next layer, which would be, um, rituals. And so mm-hmm. the more you can have rituals that highlight your brand experience, the same experience you want your customers to have with your products and your services, mm-hmm. the, then your team is going to be able to execute on that. And so, uh, sometimes lore can maybe turn into a ritual. And an example of that is on our team, um, as we ask questions from our team members from time to time, someone suggested that one of the questions we ask on like onboarding new staff is, you know, what is their favorite album? And mm-hmm. we can probably learn a lot from each other by knowing what albums you like and what albums I like. And, uh, so we turned that actually into a ritual or the staff member who suggested it. That. And so every Tuesday there's music club, mm-hmm. we review an album. Uh, that oh, someone cool. submitted the previous week. Yeah. And then the ne- then, then that week, a new employee submits an album. And so, um, you know, we have a great, you know, experience of being able to learn from each other and whether it's Cuban music or mm-hmm. old school hip hop or um, 
uh, angsty, you know, teenage breakup music. Uh, <laughs> also good one. Know, every, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's got kind of a genre, and to, to uh, and everyone likes it, and it's a it's a great way to learn from each mm-hmm. other. So, um, those are a few ways that uh, as you look to shape culture or kind of understand what's going on, some tools. But again, the the book outlines uh, a bunch of different tactics uh, as well. Yeah. When I said branding experts, we just saw even more of it because that was a great <laughs> deep dive into it. I think yeah. it only scratched the surface. So if we do have any listeners who would like more information about historic agency or to even work with you all, where should they go for that? Uh, yeah. So our website is uh, historicagency.com. Uh, you can check out our, our blog um, there. We have some great resources. You can. We're also on Instagram and Dribbble. Uh, as well as uh, culturebuiltmybrand.com, which is the name of our our new book. And you can check that out as well. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Mark Miller, so much for joining us and sharing all of that. We really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business and would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor? Share this episode on social media. Then go ahead and subscribe. Give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.